Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. Maybe a fishing legend in my own mind, but I am a plowing and shoveling expert for real. <laughs> yeah, I think we've all got our share of that experience here over the last couple of weeks. I was just talking to Russ Francisco here. You are tired of shoveling also. <laughs> yeah, I'm on top of my, my show trailers right now. I'm going to stop so I'm not noisy and uh, shoveling them off and, and uh, getting all that stuff done. And I... I, uh, we hired had extra crew. We got equipment. We don't have enough people to put in, so I hired extra crew to yeah. run the skidsters and help us plow out and, I don't know, move snow. And We're getting her done little by little. I've always wanted a bobcat or a skidster, whatever you want to call oh it. Oh, my goodness. I tell you, I don't know what we do without them. You know, for, for years we had small plows, and we shoveled by hand. And yeah. I, I look at all this snow, and I'm thinking, boy, if we got this 10 years ago and we didn't have skidsters, I don't know what we'd do. Or yeah. we'd hire somebody to come in and do it. We couldn't do it with shovels. Yeah, and they would have a skidster. Yep, they would. Yeah, yeah. I've got to hire somebody to work on my roof. Um, it's it's just awful. Just, hey, um, over by your place, do you don't do you have giant piles of snow around Fifteenth Avenue East, London Road? No, it, uh, but uh, we have piles of snow, and we've got pretty much. But up yeah. at Bex Road and that warehouse, oh. Morgan Park, we got clobbered in Morgan Park. Uh, the the uh, I got up, I was sitting up till about 11, 12 o'clock moving snow the night that it stopped and thought, well, you know, now I'm ahead of it. They blew the forecast. Yeah, they did. Now I'm ahead of it. And got up in the morning and said, no, nah, I guess they didn't blow the forecast. We'll have to be doing this again. Yeah. But I, I'm looking at snow, I'm looking at 12 foot, yeah. 13, 14 foot high <laughs> snow. I mean, and this is this is January. I mean, we haven't even hit the snowiest part of the year yet, in theory. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, so, I, I don't know. I think we should do a contest. Guess when the last snow drift at the Miller Hill Mall, not drift, pile, when, well, when will it be made? When is it gone? <laughs> that would be a good one. I think July. It could be well into April this year. Well into April. Unbelievable. Well, what's serious now? Uh, up around Grand Rapids, they're bragging about their uh, little lakes up there that have trout in them. We've got some here, too. Yeah, and they didn't get. I don't know how it is right now, but up until this snowfall, they they didn't. They were driving on lakes. They they didn't have the slush problem we had. And mm-hmm. talked to people over in Brainerd, they were doing well. Uh, so I don't know what this has done to them. I haven't talked to anybody. I know Middle Wisconsin got hit pretty good. So you know that. Uh, so we're not going to be driving a lot of these lakes. We're going to have to walk on them, and maybe we'll be able to run a uh, snowmobile. I don't know if a four wheeler is going to make it. I don't think so. So. I've had some people try and plow and, and get some things done, but it has not been easy, that's for sure. Yeah, I uh, used my four-wheeler and then pretty soon said the heck with this and brought out the Toro and just blew the heck out of it all the way to the, the neighbor's yard. Yeah, it's it's, it's what's necessary. And, and uh, so, I don't know, so we'll see what happens. The, the, the bad news is it might make fish a little bit tough. Yeah. Uh, the good news is the manufacturers recognize it, and they're, they're starting to uh, read this quick. I mean, uh, we... Uh, we started to discount some electronics and stuff that we had. We thought we had more than we wanted for what was happening. And, uh-huh. and, uh, and then the factories must have felt the same way because unbeknownst to us, uh, this morning they started running rebates, like $100 on some machines and stuff like that. So Markham was the first one out. We're expecting more up here pretty quick. And so, um, you know, they're, they're a little bit in a panic because, you know, really in, in for us in, uh, let's see, what is it, mid, mid-January, mid-February, in four, four to five weeks, we got to place orders for next winter. Uh-huh. You know, so that's 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 the that's the delay time. So so uh, I'm gonna hop in my truck here quick and warm up a little bit. Um, and so it's um uh, it's uh, uh, it's that time of year, you know. And and I got a call this morning. 
they're going to start shipping summer stuff, you know. So you've got to make room in the warehouses and things like that so the deals are on. So, uh, so that's okay. People will be able to take advantage of it. Hopefully it will get some kind of reprieve from all the snow and be able to get out on the ice a little easier than it's been. I think there's one more lurking on the uh, West Coast that might might cause some problems. But, you know, I was thinking, Minnesota, northern Wisconsin, Michigan perhaps, and uh, over eastern United States, around Lake Erie, those are the big ice fishing um, cults, I think. I th- you know, so, yes, and, and the big one is generally North Ankeley, Minnesota. If you draw on that meridian and go across the country, yeah. those areas you can pretty much count on having ice all the time. Uh, and then, of course, the, the secondary ice would be like around Milwaukee, Minneapolis, that area, and you, there's the next meridian. You know, and, 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 and then below mm-hmm. that, you never know. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not. Sometimes sometimes uh, Nebraska, sometimes Indiana ice, but not always. This year, it started off really good. And so those yeah. those areas that had ice and didn't get snow will really be in tall cotton when we're done with this thing. So it's um, we'll see what happens. We did have a little bit of ice fishing on Lake Superior. A little bit, right? Uh, not really. Well, down in Schwamigan Bay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, that was actually pretty good. And, and what they did is they busted up a bunch of that stuff out of Red Cliff. It blew out, and they're going to wait for it to freeze again. So they'll have good ice again pretty quick. Uh, you know, it depends on what the temperatures do here. We'll see what uh, Lake Superior does in our corner. I thought it was going to be pretty good. Yeah. Even on nice days, uh, when the wind doesn't blow, it makes a crust of ice, so it's ready to go. Uh, we'll just have to see what happens in the next couple of weeks here and see if we actually are lucky enough to get uh, get clean ice. Well, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what this snow does with ice fishing because, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a short season anyway up here. It is, you know, it, it's, it seems like the longest, we were just talking about that yesterday, it seems like the longest season of the year, but it is the shortest by, by far. It's half of what we normally get yeah. for other seasons, and, and, uh, but it just seems long because it's dark and it's cold, and, yeah. and it seems like a long run, but it really is very short. Give us some good deals at Marine General. Well, here's what's happening. Manufacturers, like I said, are rebating. So all the clothing, floating suits, everything are 30% off, all manufacturers. And uh, he said, this is too complicated. You've made it too complicated for me on this clothing do the whole thing. Boots, hats, gloves, mitts, smart wool socks, shirts, Carhartt, every, everything we got on that floor is 30% off. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so if you want some clothing, this mm-hmm. is a great time to do it. Uh, a lot of this stuff is, is a, as cheap or cheaper than we pay for it normally. Uh, if you want electronics, all the marking units are marked down uh, 10% and better. And then, like I say, they, they put on this rebate, uh, $25 to $100 on a machine. So some of these machines, right now you can save, uh, like on a $700 machine, you can save 250 bucks. Huh. So it's a pretty good deal. All the all the Vexlars are on sale. All the uh, all the augers are on sale. We bought a bunch of Razor augers. Uh, uh, they arrived this morning. I'm going to peel them out. Uh, these are uh, 6.99, 40 volt uh, uh, poly blades. You buy them for 399 dollars. So there's lots of deals out there. Like I say, the manufacturers are feeling the pressure of all the snow. So uh, we're going to start. We were going to break it early. They wanted us to do it uh, toward February, and I said, "Now nah, we're going now." So uh, here we go. We're going to we're going to move them out. Uh, stop in the store, see all the specials and stuff. Uh, MarineGeneral.com all the time. And if if you're not on our Facebook, and you haven't joined us. Uh, uh, at least go to the website and go to the special section for ice tents and stuff. You'd be surprised how inexpensive things have become all of a sudden. Jump out of that truck and grab that shovel, Russ. I'll do it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Russ Francisco, Marine General. Got a note here from the DNR. Uh, Grand Rapids and the Iron Range are uh, the hot spots for trout. <clears throat> Talked to a couple of guys that are headed up to the Gunflint, various lakes. But uh, you don't have to go that far. Get up to the range. You've got... Uh, 
the staff from the DNR and the IRRB have been stocking many, many lakes up that way. And I've kind of got a list here. I don't want to get uh, too detailed in it. Camp 4 Lake, which is 11 miles north of Chisholm, um, they got stocked with what? Uh, yearling brook trout. Cool. Erskine Lake, 13 miles north of Big Fork. 2,700 fingerling of splake. Kramer Lake, which is just 16 miles north of Rapids on 38. They got 3,600 yearlings. Lucky Lake, 14 miles north of Rapids, received 600 yearling uh, from brown trout. That's where I want to fish, Lucky Lake. Lucky Lake. Yeah. Hey, what's the name of this lake? Well, it's Lucky. How long before yearlings grow up to be <laughs> fish you can catch? I suppose you could catch them as soon as they're in the water. Oh, but really? Okay. How, how big yeah. do you want? I would guess three okay. years. Hmm. They do eat voraciously. Right. I'm not done yet, though, kiddo. Oh. Pickerel Lake. Pickerel. I used also, to have a cottage on Pickerel in Wisconsin. Minnesota. Yeah, this is in Minnesota. Also known as McCarthy Lake or McCarthy Beach State Park. Mm. Uh, that's uh, up up by Chisholm. They only got 33 yearlings ah. lake. We used to catch pickerel in pickerel. What's a pickerel? Northern. Okay, yeah, in Northern Pike. Yeah. Okay. Because you pickle them. <laughs> I didn't. I had no idea. I remember. Oh, you got a pickler. What? <laughs> the Kenny Mine Pit, which is near my old house over by Rapids, got a bunch of rainbows. Toyogum Pit, another one uh, just outside of Rapids. Cohasset area got stocked also. So a lot of lakes up there are filthy with fish. The right. trick is, what are they eating, how deep, and how big are they? I mean, if they're going to be the size of summer bait, mm-hmm. eh, that's no fun. All right, we've got to take a break here. We'll see what's cooking here. More on the Frenzy at 924. I'm Tim Lesmeister, and this is from the pages of the Outdoor News, sponsored by Fleet Farm, serving the outdoors since 1955. We were unloading the ice fishing gear the other day, and someone looked in the back of my truck and said, you've got a hand auger back there. What do you need that for? And I said, a couple of reasons. Gas and even electric augers sometimes just don't work. With electric augers, sometimes you think you have the batteries charged, but they're not. And with a gas auger, sometimes those darn things just don't want to start. So I always carry a hand auger with me, and I never have a ruined trip. You can't imagine how many times I've been out on the ice, pulling on that cord, wishing I had a hand auger. Now I make sure I have one every time I hit the ice. And there's another reason why I like to have a hand auger, and that is for the kids. There are certain ages I think are probably capable of handling a gas or a good electric auger, but there are some ages I just would not trust with something that could hurt them that badly. So what I'll do is I'll instruct them about how sharp those blades are, even on a hand auger, and then I'll put them to work cutting holes. Young people love to cut holes, and if you show them how to team up with a hand auger, you'll get a couple kids on a hand auger and they'll have a lot of fun this is from the pages of the outdoor news i'm now for a natural resources minute brought to you by the minnesota dnr hi everyone i'm stephanie stearns from the minnesota department of natural resources give the gift of the outdoors this winter minnesota youth are eligible for lifetime fishing licenses at reduced rates $344 for those 3 and younger, and $469 for those ages 4 through 15. Are they worth it? We did the math. 
These licenses will pay off in about 15 years, so depending on when you purchase, your little one could be fishing free from age 31 on. Plus, the license will remain valid even if they move out of state. View license options and learn more at mndnr.gov lifetime. This has been a Natural Resources Minute from the Minnesota DNR. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Good movie. Good song. Mm-hmm. Got a call from a fella that uh, apparently knows what he's talking about over by Grand Rapids. Uh, I mentioned a couple of mine pits, Toyoga and, and Kinney and some others. Uh, the DNR, <clears throat> I suppose in cooperation with whoever owns the, the former pit, not sure here, but they have warned people not to go on some of the lakes, and they're posted at the landing. But what they've done is <clears throat> the DNR has drawn down the water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You we heard had that on that? the news the other day. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's dangerous. I mean, if, if the ice forms <clears throat> on the water and then you draw it down two feet, right. you've got this big ga- chasm gap be- under Yeah, a gap between the ice and the water. So. Yeah, I've, had that. <laughs> I've seen that happen. It's mm. weird. Very weird. All right, not weird is Pat Kugel from Superior Shooter well, Supply. Well, well, I don't well know how yeah. you feel about that, but well. I was going to say shooting, unlike ice fishing, you you can still shoot. You know, you don't have to worry about falling through the if if it's you're good. <laughs> so, I think what's scary <laughs> going out in the woods and firing a ten gauge shotgun and have a ton of snow fall out of a tree at you. You can't believe how many people called us and said, we got all the snow in the tree. I just want to shoot at the tree to make the snow fall down. So <laughs> I, this, has been, and this has been the year for that. That has been the year. But yeah. um, the, I think I mentioned this before. You can winter trap starts at Superior Trap Club on this Sunday at 11 o'clock. All right. And uh, you don't have to worry about uh, falling through anything. Uh, and I think they'll have it plowed even. <laughs> so, uh, so they're going to be shooting starting at 11 o'clock. They're going to shoot every other Sunday, and everybody is welcome. Uh, you don't have to be on a team, and you don't have to be a member. So you can that's something you can do. And, again, uh, Douglas County, the George Constance range, is uh, going to uh, be open Saturdays, like 10 to 4, too. So... Yeah, I was. I've been gone a bit, and I came back, and uh, and I knew there was snow, but uh, <laughs> there's it, it snow. It's a little surprising. Yeah, it is a little surprising. Capital S for snow. Yeah. yeah we, were but, you? Did you go down south? I, yeah. Well, I went to. Uh, yeah, I did a show, and there was rain there. Uh, well, oh. I was east to a show. <laughs> I was south, and then I was east. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's it was rainy and cool. It's been strange weather for. You know, all over the United States. Oh yeah, really we're, not, we're certainly not we're, alone. Uh, we're not alone, but we feel alone. We we <laughs> have we made reservations, standing reservations, if you will, at a place in uh, that we would like to go to in February. It's mm-hmm. at a town formerly known as Fort Myers, Florida. Um, oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. I know. So I always say, you know, whenever I go, I'll, you know. South or east, and everybody says, "Where are you from?" And go, "Oh, it's cold." And I always said, "Yeah, but it keeps the riffraff out." 
Ah. <laughs> when we don't, and I said, that's true, it does. You know, every place has got something. Every, and, you, uh, you're right. Hurricanes are hurricanes yeah. and tornadoes and everything. It's been a yeah. funny, funny times. So. But let's yeah. get down to seriousness. Some good okay. deals from Superior well, Shooter Supply. The good deals are that we, we have products. That's the good deals. We, we're getting in uh, this time of the year. For some reason, January is always a, hot, a handgun month. And I'm not sure why, but it's always been that way. I think people start thinking about it. I don't know. So we've got a very, very nice selection of handguns in now. And uh, we've got the ammunition from the handguns, which is even better. So uh, we're in good shape there. And the reloading stuff, I've heard, you know, some kind of good news about the reloading stuff. It's not going to be wonderful. We're going to be setting up a reloading class in January, and on next Friday I'll have that date for you. So if you're thinking about getting into metallic reloading, we have a free class to show you how to do it and what you need to do. So that will be coming up sometime, and I'll let you know next week. Okay, so uh, if people want more information, they call your store. Yeah, I haven't set the time up yet, so okay. probably in a couple, three weeks, and I'll let you know about that when uh, when we get rid of these snow drifts. So you oh, in July. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> well, I like what Superior does. I've seen their snow trains in action. It's very efficient over there. Yes, yeah, we do. It is efficient. Mm-hmm. You know, people complain, but I think they're doing a wonderful job. You bet. So uh, then, you know, a lot of people like to start reloading in the winter because, you know, it's something you can do and, and you're being productive and mm-hmm. a good hobby and, and uh, you can save a little money. The prices, unfortunately, haven't gone down very much. We're looking for some relief there, just like it but is. We'll see what the year brings. Well, doing a hobby in the wintertime is good. It keeps you off the street. It does, <laughs> yeah. It keeps you off the drifts. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, your, uh, what's your address? We're at 1705 Winter at the corner of Ogden and Winter. We're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, Saturday, 9 to 5. Good job. Thank you very much. Good to talk Thank with you. you. 933, we'll be back. See what Johnny's up to in just a minute. If you don't love me, why don't you tell me? Okay. Who is that? Uh, the Buckinghams out of Chicago and Don't You Care. All right. Johnny, hang on a second. I got really <laughs> stupid trivia here. Uh-oh. My wife and I were on our very first ocean cruise. Uh-huh. Norwegian Cruise Line. All right. And if you don't know this, you, when you go, you're assigned a, a table. Okay, sure. And you, there might be four people at the table, might be eight. Well, right. we had an eight table. And you ate at the eight table. We ate at table eight <laughs> with eight people. Okay, good. Nice folks, though. One of the guys, where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? We said, yeah, we're from Minnesota. He says, oh, I used to live up there uh, on Lake Minnetonka. I said, wow. oh, yeah, I've heard of it. And I said, uh, <clears throat> what were you doing up there? He says, well, we were with a rock and roll group called the Buckinghams. Really? How about that? Yeah. And he uh, enjoyed the heck out of it. I bet. So they that's it. Did pretty well in the sixties. <laughs> Not only that, several hits. But he saw, well, Elvis. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, he saw the dead Elvis. Oh, well, that's nice. He lived. He, he had a florist shop right across the street. So I he see. wondered what the hubbub yeah. is going on with ambulances and people. Oh, and so he boy. walked over there. What's wrong? And he said, Elvis is dead. Elvis is dead. He's no kidding. So he walked right up. Yeah. Upper floor, and sure enough. <laughs> There was the dead Elvis. <laughs> there was the dead Elvis. I should, you know, give it a little more reverence to Elvis fans. But yeah. uh, if anybody doesn't believe that Elvis has expired, yeah. this guy said this guy saw him he's the... gone. Okay. 
But here, live and in color, Johnny Trellstrom. <laughs> Good morning, John. Good morning. Well, everything you need to know about the Elvis. Yeah. Elvis fan there, Johnny? Well, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, right. I guess so. Yeah. That's a good answer. Well, we've been on again and off again with, with fishing because the weather's been so gunky. Well, what have you heard up your way, Johnny? Well, uh, last weekend when the, when the weather, when it was warm and the sun came out and they were in between storms, a lot of people went out. And, uh, and uh, I was surprised. I didn't, I didn't think we were going to be busy again until mm-hmm. the open water season. But I tell you. If it gets nice out, people come out. So yeah, yeah. Uh, any particular lake that seems to be giving up the fishes? Uh, I've been probably hearing more people fishing down in the harbor than any. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, people going off of the um, the boat club. You know, once you get down the down down the point. Yeah. And, then you're you're in a part of the harbor that's throws up a lot better. I know yeah. right next to Duluth, it looks like open water and some broken up stuff. But when you get down by the by the airport and and that that section of the harbor, it's I think a lot more locked in solid. Because I know a lot of our customers instead of going and fishing and fighting the slush and our local lakes have been uh, been heading to the bay. Yeah. And the, and if you live in town, it's a lot closer too. Yeah, yeah. Just come up over the hill, get your dozen of chubs, and go back down the hill. Piece of cake. How about up yeah. on the top of the hill, up there around uh, rice and fish and island, et cetera? Uh, I know people have been going and fishing a lot off of Fish Lake. Mm. Um, no ice road that you can drive a vehicle out on. Not a not a truck or a car, but you can get your snowmobile out there and uh and or you could just pull your sled and, and walk on out there you there. go there's definitely there's uh there's a few ice trails from the people that have been making the way out on on fish lake and a few on rice lake and a few on boulders so last i heard rice lake was putting out quite a few northerns if you want to go play with some northerns and uh boulder lake sounds like walleyes, and a few very large perch. I like Boulder Lake in the winter. I don't run into rocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, the, the worst <laughs> that can happen on Boulder is you, you go to drill your hole and you drill into a rock. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Not, not, not quite like going around in a boat and bumping into one of them boulders. This is going to be interesting when the ice, if it ever melts, we're going to have a lot of water, excess water. Yeah, uh, we we definitely have enough snowpack. You know, mm. when all this melts, we're going to have full lakes this year. Yep. So yep. MPNL should be real happy, and uh, and I, I I do like seeing our lakes full and uh, rather than empty. Those 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 springs when. Uh, it's tough to get a dock in because the shoreline is too far away. Uh, well, you bring up a good point that. there about uh, water. Um, underneath all that snow and ice is water that's running, so you got to be careful. And then uh, <clears throat> next spring when it all melts, we're going to have water up to here. So be careful. I mean, uh, 
I don't know about the depth finders. Do they show the amount of ice underfoot depth finders? No, I didn't think so. No, they don't. You really gotta, you really have to be careful. And 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 with the with the water moving in the springs and stuff going on, yeah. in a lot of lakes there are still some. Some years everything is still and the things freeze down good. In other years there's springs and stuff moving some current. And like on Rice Lake right now, there's still open water right in front of the dam. Oh, sure. That's a and lot of that, water leaving there. And that, there, there's water. and There's still a little water going over the dam, and there's a little current there. And so there's open water. You know, and most years there's an ice road going right across where there's open water right now and you can definitely see the, the danger spot when you go to the dam and so everyone's holding way away from that and going around the island and uh yeah it's pretty safe going out that way but um yeah i have a have a care for those uh spots where that water is yeah. moving because that ice can be non-existent to not enough to hold the guy up. Yeah. Well, if if my grandpa was here, he would say, "Just follow somebody else's footprint." <laughs> yeah. Yes. Some someone that was bigger and heavier. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Well, hey, uh, some you're you're open for archery. Hours are late. Archery is yeah. Archery is going pretty good right now, and uh, archery opens up every morning at nine, closes at uh, eight, uh, seven on Sundays, and that bait shop. We're still opening up at 6 o'clock in the morning, closing at 8 at night and uh, 7 on Sundays. Very good. Well, keep a tight line, and we'll see you next week. Yep, take care. Thanks, John. John Charlstrom. Oh, we've got to do some catch-up here. I am dragging my anchor a little bit. We'll be right back. I'm all shook up. Mm -hmm. What's on my mind? I'm a little mixed up, gonna feel fine when I'm near the girl that I love best. My heart beats so it scares me to death. My shit touch my hand. That's uh, Elvis Presley. That is Elvis. And uh, he's no longer with us. No, that's what I hear. Guaranteed mm-hmm. from a guy who saw <laughs> Elvis. All right, well, we're still with us though. Is a guy named Dave Miller, Northwest Alden in Superior. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Rick. Good morning, Dave, and good morning, everybody out there. And it's a chilly morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired of this. Either too much snow or not enough degrees. <laughs> you know, it's a snow more than anything. I'm out trying to get snow off the roofs and stuff. Oh. And and it's like you know you can only be out there for so long, and 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 it's time to think about palm trees and whether. <laughs> They're starting to get into my dreams more and more. Yeah, well, we still have a reservation in Fort Myers, Florida, but I'm not sure if the place we reserved is still standing. Well, you know, and the bottom line is, is, is I, I've always said this is the most beautiful time of the year, and I, I got to tell you that sunrise this morning. Oh, I, I wish I could have seen it from the from the deck and yeah. that that new program they got going down there because that's pretty cool, but. Even up here in Hermantown, as that sun came up through the you know the the pink sky behind the the pine trees full of snow and stuff, it was just gorgeous. Yeah, we drove into town from Secret Lake and we could see that. And then I thought about that thing that the arena had put into play: coffee and sunrise. Yeah, yeah. 
7 o'clock in the morning on Thursdays in January, and, uh, uh, you know, just a couple of shots they showed. I mean, it's it's beautiful oh, looking all over the lake, and, and what a vantage point. So it, it's good, but, but I'll, I'll tell you, people are getting outside, and they're doing all kinds of things. And, in fact, just a little, it's kind of late here now, but I know there's a, I think it's the mail run sled dog race up the Gunflint Trail tomorrow. Oh, these people like getting out and seeing that, and sometimes we help with it, but it didn't work out this year. But hey, give us some a, give us some good deals from Northwest Outlet in Superior. I know you're having yeah. some sales too. We are, yeah. In fact, I was just talking to Scott, and we got two ice augers. There's an Ion 10 inch and a Strike Master six inch. I think I forget which ones they are, but they are on like super clearance. But then, besides that, we got a really great stock of snowshoes, our chocos. We got a markdown, our, our markdown going on on all the Columbia and the North Face, and that's the clothes, the the shoes and boots, the the winter gloves. I know we're kind of starting to run out of some sizes and stuff. So if you need something, getting in quicker is better than getting in later. We got snow pants, we got bibs, you know, mitts, choppers, everything for the. For the summertime, we're looking pretty good. Well, I look pretty good in my red uh, North Face parka the last <laughs> two weeks, shoveling, blowing, you know. <laughs> that is a great parka. It sure I is. I smile every time I think about it. And, and <laughs> you know, it, it just keeps you warm and, and keeps you comfortable, and that's the key. And You know, it's like the balaclavas, the pull, you know, the pull over the neck gaiters that, that come up to keep your neck warm. All of these things, the long underwear, we're just we're set up to keep people warm for the winter time. And there. and I thank you for doing that. Hey, what are your hours? We are open uh, nine to six on weekdays and nine to five thirty on Saturdays. Sunday is family day. We got to get out and test the gear and and so folks, whatever you need, come check us out at Northwest Outlet. We got stuff for kids. Second markdown on the kids' clothing, so you got to come in and check that out. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. I count every little star. She told every little star. Oh. We got a star here. Jay is with us from Superior Guns and Ammo on Ogden. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going over there? Well, Christmas is done, and now people are coming back and saying, "I got this gun. How do I how do I operate it?" <laughs> <laughs> well, we can definitely help you with that. And actually, we sold a lot of gift certificates, so folks are swinging on in and redeeming all those now. So that's a smart move. I like that. There you go. Well, um, I know you've got a huge supply of stuff because I was in there. I don't know a couple of months ago. Not lately, though. <clears throat> you. It's beautiful. It's like a a, a a museum. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and the beautiful thing is, like you said, you were in a couple of months ago. Yeah. You come in now, everything is completely different. We keep our inventory rotating like crazy over here. So you you may come in, you know, a week from now, totally different selection. Got to ask, how are you doing on the shooting range? So everything is good to go. We have everything... Uh, we have everything ordered. We're just waiting for them to deliver the rest of the stuff so we can set it up, get the lanes in place, and have people start shooting. So stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the first to pull the trigger? Oh, it's got to be Lyle, the owner over here. <laughs> he'll, uh, 
He'll test it out. Uh, will he hit the proper target? Well, now that that's up to him. He uh, he's got a good aim, but user error plays a part in that. Uh, I'd shoot a shotgun. You can't miss with that. There you go. Well, oh. we got plenty of shotguns over here for you. Yeah, you do. New and used. Absolutely. Well, um, and we have actually for the weekend uh, we're running ammo sales. So if you are looking to go shoot your shotgun or your rifle, uh, we got some good sales on those right now. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure where I would go. I'd go in my backyard, but <clears throat> that would be okay. There you go. Hmm. <laughs> I got not some. Fu- I got some funny birds that I did out of season, but they deserve to be gone. Well, and with the snow that we just got, I'm not sure you want to go trekking through the the backyard, anyways. Right now. No, not really. All right. What are your hours now? Uh, we're open from 9 to 6 on the weekdays, and on Saturday, we're open 9 to 5. You're the Jaybird, then. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, Jaybird, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much. All right, thanks, Rick. Appreciate it. we got to hurry. we got to get to our guy up on top of the hill. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. So, that American story, that's a good show, by the way. All righty, final call here. We're going to head up the top of the hill, right across from the Dairy Queen on Highway 53 near Pike Lake, Fisherman's Corner. Matt King, good morning. Good morning, Rick. Uh, how's the morning going this morning? Uh, pretty okay. A little slippery here and there. How are you up there? How's the snow removal? Good, good. I think I'm going to have to get a, uh, a bobcat in there next week and uh, start clearing out my parking lot, move the snow to the back of the building so we got a little bit more room there. Uh, it's piling up quick. Let's go 50-50 on a new Bobcat. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, sure would. Do you hire a guy? Do you hire somebody? Uh, I did. I, I do sometimes. Otherwise, I just uh, I just get one myself uh, from Proctor uh, Builders down yep. there and yep. uh, just do it myself. How did you uh, learn to it. drive one? You know what? Uh, all my years at the paper mill, uh, we, we had to learn how to drive one over at the recycle mill there. Mm-hmm. And I started out there. And then I used to plow snow, too, for a guy uh, years ago. And uh, I ran the bobcat for him uh, for a few winters, uh, removing snow up at, uh, oh, boy, we had all kinds of accounts. So, yeah, uh, uh, those are yeah. amazing, amazing units, very versatile. Yeah, they, they really move some snow, that's for sure. We better talk uh, about we better talk about fishing here. We can't yeah. take. A, I wouldn't take a bobcat out on the lake. These lakes are really kind of treacherous with the freezing, the melting, the raining, the the snowing, the heavy snow. They are, mm. uh, you know, um, guys are still getting out though, and uh, they're saying, you know, um, some lakes are better than others, and it all depends on the ones that froze, you know, a little bit uh, quicker, yeah, a little less slush on those ones, and they're doable with. Uh, you know, at least this last snow, um, you know, it's, it's a lighter snow. It wasn't uh, that like that first stuff we had, like you were talking about. So, um, you know, they're getting out there, and, uh, you know, you got to have a snowmobile or some sort of track vehicle um, unless uh, you go way up north where they got some roads plowed. But, mm-hmm. uh, and the fishing's been pretty good from the guys, uh, what they're telling us. Uh, you know, they're doing doing all right. Uh, crappies, walleyes, uh you know the the gamut of everything. Uh, you know a lot of a lot of guys fishing pike too. I'll tell you, uh, we're selling a lot of big uh, northern minnows and suckers and decoys and everything like that. You know, so um, yeah, fishing's been still good. And uh, you know, 
it slows down on these days when the weather gets uh, kind of crappy like it did there with the snow. But, mm-hmm. you know, when uh, the temps stay decent and the wind isn't blowing 100, the guys are getting out <laughs> and they're getting after them. What, <laughs> kind of, what kind of depth would you do if you wanted to go for eh, crappies? <clears throat> right now, so a lot of the spots I fish are in that, say, 18 to really about 26, 28 feet of water. Oh, that deep, uh, huh? Yeah, I, I fish uh, quite a few lakes that get some deep holes on them, and that's where those fish are. And uh, we, uh, you know, one of the lakes that I really like to fish, you know the lake is uh, Bowstring up there. Oh, uh, yeah. Just north of Deer River is one of my favorite lakes to fish for crappies. And, uh, you know, that's uh, that's a pretty much we, we stick in that about, I'd say, 18 to about 26. There's a couple holes that we get a little closer to that 30 feet of water. Um, but... Uh, that's that's kind of the depths I like to uh, go after them. No, there's some other lakes, you know, if you go out on Lake Fish Lake, for example, it's going to be a little shallower, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you're going to be in that maybe 14 to, you know, 18, something like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I go, uh, some of the lakes, and that's just the lakes I got. Yeah, um, that's pretty good. Uh, we're getting yeah. whistled here by uh, the Happy Whistler. What are your hours at Fisherman's Corner? We are uh, 8 to 7, Monday through Saturday, 8 to 6 on Sundays. We got some huge sales on everything ice fishing right now, and I mean huge sales. So come on up and check it out. Matt King, I appreciate this. King's Outdoor Adventure, right? Yeah. Have a good day, Rick. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. I know. Wow, things went quick today. I got talking with Johnny Charleston a little bit too long, I think. It's your fault, Randy. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You signed the log. It's your fault. (laughs) Hey, thank you, everybody. I appreciate you tuning in today. Keep a tight line and fish safely, please.